0: Yo, yo, peace and blessings to the world. It's your boy, Mike Ford, with the Funny But Facts Podcast. Stay tuned. I'm pretty sure I got a good episode for y'all. Yo, yo, welcome back. Welcome back. Episode number four, Funny But Facts Podcast. Uh, That's been a little bit of a minute, man. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's been, what, I think a couple of months is that's the last one so welcome back man yeah, like if, if you if you've listened to the first three two and a half whatever every many, three i'm just going with three if you listen to the first three uh then thank you like, you know like that's really from the bottom of my heart i mean, i really thank you because not a lot of people want to sit and listen to somebody just speak and ramble for damn near an hour and the fact that y'all taking our time out to you know click the links and say you know what? Well, let me listen to mike for an hour I, I really appreciate that man from the bottom of my heart so with all with that being said let's get into this shit show of a week we've been having that uh, shall we <laughs> first things first takashi fucking six Nine, <laughs> the snitch of all snitches god damn king rap Oh uh, man but um Alright, if you if you've been living under a rock or just haven't been on fucking social media in the last what, seventy two hours, nigga, you you've missed it a lot. You've missed some great comedic fucking elements, I'll tell you that. There's some great comedy in this six nine situation. You feel me? I this is all I wanna say. If you've not on social media you need to get on it. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously on social media. So Alright. Kashi69, non-trade, blood member, whatever, feel me, Brooklyn rapper, you know, Gumbo, all that shit, Kuda, all that, uh, been locked up in the feds pretty much since late last year, all this year, uh, and now he's finally taking the stand and giving his his witness testimonies, which I'm pretty sure is probably going to wrap up in in a couple of days, because I don't know how much how much testimony they can get out of him like he's really just like there's really not much you can get out of him besides him just telling you the day-to-days of the gang but neither him nor there from he's he's fighting for his life so you got to respect that i guess to a degree um but yeah so basically Takashi 69 is he's been charged with racketeering and all of these, and basically everything that falls under the rico charge. And the rico the rico charge is basically just a charge to get major high players off the streets, like top OGs, top uh kingpins, top connects, top drug all that shit. The rico charge is to basically ensure that they spend the rest of their lives in jail. You feel me? uh And anytime you hear those words racketeering, you got to understand what racketeering necessarily what racketeering itself means racketeering is one of those things where if you hear racket just know when you hear racketeering you're it's a criminal enterprise factor to it you feel me like i'm i'm looking for the definition of racketeering now so i can explain all right racketeering refers to crimes committed through extortion or coercion basically whether basically if i'm if i go to you and be like, yo, you gotta pay me for your protection. You feel me? Or, excuse me, you gotta pay me. You gotta pay me for my protection of you, over you. You feel me? Like, or you gotta, you gotta. Or I'm telling you, like, yo, if you don't do this, I'm gonna kill somebody in your family. I coerced you into doing it. You feel me? Like, uh, just continue reading. A racketeer attempts to obtain money or property from another person, usually through intimidation or force. The term is typically associated with organized crime. The law defines 35 different offenses that constitute racketeering in the U.S. This list includes gambling, kidnap, murder, arson, drug dealing, and bribery. Convicted racketeers can serve up to 20 years in prison in addition to paying up to $25,000. Now, basically, what that is, that, all right, now towards the end, they said they can serve up to 20 years in prison. But most of the time when they try to get rackets, when they when they're throwing a racketeering charge, they also throw in uh, the extra letters of RICO, which is racketeering. Uh, let me just let me just look it up because I, I want to give you uh, the real, excuse me, the real definition. The RICO means the uh, is the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, meaning groups like. Groups like the Bloods in, in 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 certain areas, or groups like the Mob, you know, the Mafia, the Gambinos, and all that shit, they they the ones who they who the Rico. Realistically, the Mob is the reason why the Rico charges exist. Because when in the early 1900s and everything, like early mid 1900s, when the Mob was really at its height, you feel me? They were getting off with pretty much everything, murder, all that shit. So what what the United States decided to do was basically put this one big charge together where they said where it's basically you're doing all of these within your one organization and because you're the head of your organization you get the charge now. You're going to jail. Like, like you feel me? Like like, like the scene in um, Malibu's Most Wanted. When when the house blew up and he was like, Joe, Yo, you don't understand. If none of this shit is fixed by, by the time moms get home, you getting the punishment. You getting it. Nigga, not me. You getting it. So, you got to understand what was being thrown at 6ix9ine before we sit here and really say is he a snitch or not uh let me okay i'm trying to get the exact charges for six now give me a second i'm sorry for the yeah, just basically racketeering. Racketeering uh, says multiple acts of violence, you know. And then he, he and then we already know Takashi already had charges. You feel me? He's already had charges and, and, and uh, accusations of being a, you know, I'm not gonna call him a rapist, but I guess a sexual, somebody who committed a sexual assault on somebody. You feel me? But. But all right, just to keep going, just to give you a little breakdown of what he's being charged with and why he's getting the amount of time that they're saying he would get and why he's taking the the roles that he's taking. All right. First things 1st Takashi Tekashi69 was when they when they arrested him, they charged him with about I think they said I think what I read was 32, 32 charges. Which nigga? If you throw if you throw two charges at me, I'm you got yours. I'm sold, nigga. You listen. What do you need to know? I, I, because listen, two charges is enough, nigga. Them thirty extra motherfuckers? That's just fucking outrageous. I don't need that in my life. So let's. What do you need to know, boss? I got you. But um, I right, so you. Basically, when they picked up 6ix9, my thing is I think the feds knew we want this guy to be witness. We we're not even trying to charge him. Because this is the thing about the feds. The feds have a 93% conviction rate. 93. Nigga, in any school in New York City, that is an A. Nigga, you are top fucking notch in your class nigga 93 is a hell of a score i'll take 93s on anything except when it comes to my conviction rate i don't want a 93 percent chance of going to jail nigga you keep that shit but a 93 percent conviction rate bro that means these motherfuckers shoot and never miss if you think about it they they shoot if they shoot eight six of them is hitting you bro probably seven six of them is hitting you and you're getting grazed with a seventh So I just just you just need to understand where these niggas come from. When they if if the feds are coming for you, that means they everything you're going to tell them. They already know. We just want to hear you say it. And that's why their conviction rate is so high, because they're not they're not like state police or even oh shit. Well, yeah, state police or even local police, bro. They don't just go off finding evidence here and there and then bang we could put this we can make this stick to you no when the feds come at you bro they're with whatever evidence they have will stick to you they're not going to try and make it stick they're not going to say well we don't know we know that it's gonna this means they know for a fact you did it 100 percent now i say that to say this i say because six i feel like when they when they went and grabbed six and nine and they and, and they knew that And they knew he was this This high I don't want to say a high ranking member But they knew he was Somebody who What's the word Somebody who Was on a platform Where it looked like He may be a high ranking member The feds knew that he wasn't But because of how Social media played everything And they made it It made it seem like He was a high ranking blood member Which was from the case he was bare if leave it to the, the 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 members in that in the non trays he wasn't even a part of the day-to-days we were just we were just using money off him they were just making money off him you feel, which again is understandable you see if you if the story is you went into a restaurant and just basically asked the nigga can he rap you should have known from right there that shit was gonna go south like you feel me you was you was giving this man you was giving this man Credence to be able to walk around with a red flag, After after it's been well documented and and shown that he was once a Crip member too, so uh, there was been, there's been a lot of red flags from the beginning, but let's move along and we'll go back to that. Uh, how can you sit here and how can anybody sit there and get mad at Six Nine for doing what he's doing when? From the beginning, it's been documented that he was never about it. He was fraudulent. But again, social media makes you want, makes you believe things that aren't true. And and after a while, everybody starts to believe it. You feel me? It's after a while when you see it so much, everybody starts to believe it. Everybody. It got to the point where six nine was. He was so he was so deep into this portrayal of a blood that. Nigga he was starting to believe he was blood He was starting to really believe Yeah he's about that life That's why you hear him do Or you see him do shit like go on a breakfast club And tell everybody to suck his dick And he can't be touched And 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 he won't be touched And, and he wants people to test his gangster Because the niggas around him Influenced him to believe he was really about that life When in all retrospect he wasn't He wasn't 6ix9ine is pretty much showing you Who he really is Y'all just bought into the all the other shit, bro When somebody when somebody, My mother's always told me When somebody shows you who they are You gotta believe it, bro You got to You feel I me? Mean? And I don't know why y'all believe that Somebody with rainbow hair Can can really be a, a super big blood Like All the blood niggas I know Have never done no dumb shit like that let in and shit, even even the crip niggas, the, all the crip niggas I know never even done no dumb shit like that. So the fact that that they that people were seeing somebody being as outspoken as he was and being blind, and people thinking it was okay, yeah, it, 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 yo, it's more shame on y'all than it is shame on him, because y'all so y'all believed into this into this this uh, facade that he was selling. You feel me? Y'all y'all bought into that. Y'all made that man money. And nobody else. Y'all did. And 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 the fact the facts of the matter are that when, when he he goes around and says things like, oh, test my gangster. It's all because all y'all niggas on the internet really believed he was gangster. You really believed it and you made him believe it. The worst thing that you can do is make somebody believe their own lie. That's my opinion. But just like Charlemagne God says, man, why believe the truth when the lie is more entertaining? And and it's 100% facts. His lie, his lie was more entertaining than his truth. And people, people bought it hook, line, and sinker. Now, this is why I believe him snitching on those members isn't a bad thing. Even through all of that said, I still don't think him snitching is a bad thing. Because, nigga, let's look at let's look at the facts of the case. Like I said, they threw thirty-two charges at him. After a while, you got to start to think. You got to start and think back. Like, hmm, how well do I really know these niggas? If <laughs> you feel me, like, if that's not the first thing that comes into your mind, you you're lying to yourself. That that's that's just the fact. If that's not the first thing that comes to your mind, you're lying to yourself because. How can you? How can you sit in any room with people with somebody telling you, "Yo, you're gonna, you're about to be gone for pretty much the rest of your life," and you not think? Well, how well do I know these niggas? <laughs> I, I, like, like I, like, like I, like I've preached, man. Some of y'all are too gangster for y'all own good, bro. You feel me? I'm too gangster. But okay, keep to 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 finish out the thought. So he's being charged with. Thirty-two crimes, feel me, or basically under a racketeering bubble or a RICO bubble, and they they threw seventy years at that nigga. Now, I want people to really like let's let's take a second and really think about seventy years, seven zero, not not seventeen. Not no not seven, not no low number 20, no seven zero. Seven decades, my nigga. Seven decades, bro. By the time, by the time you get to the fifth decade, bro, if you have kids, your kids are gonna have kids and their kids are gonna have kids. You're not even gonna know your bloodline. So when you when you hear, you know, 70 years maximum 47 minimum nigga at what point do you not stop and say well shit would they take these charges for me would they would they eat this 70 for me because i guarantee you nigga the answer will be no and if you sitting and you, if you sit in and listening to this podcast and you're and you're you're saying well fuck that nigga i'm still gonna do because i ain't no snitch you're right you're not a snitch you're a damn fool that's what you are you're a dummy you're a big dummy nigga fred sanford dummy nigga you you're stupid because if you think the next man is gonna do for you you need to you need to go reevaluate your life somewhere bro because you you put your faith in man too much you feel me Nah, and I, that's not me saying. That's not me saying. If it's your your day ones, your ace booms, You feel me? Like those niggas you went through to war and back with, nigga. I that, I'm, I would never snitch on my best friends, nigga. I would never snitch on my best friends. Nah, that was me, bro. And and I'm I'm solid enough that niggas can vouch for that, bro. Niggas can vouch for that. I would never snitch on niggas I call my homies, my friends. Nigga like Not just niggas Oh I, I fuck with him. Like you feel me nah, Oh like, I, yeah I fuck with him yeah, You feel me Nah nigga You gotta be my ace. You gotta be my family bro Like I gotta look at you Like yo this is my family He's not gonna do nothing shaky So I'll take these years for him You feel me Cause I know that At the end of the day He gonna look out He gonna hold down My family on the outside you feel me? my My real My blood family You feel me No pun intended Like my actual blood family So if, if you really going around and and believing that you take you eating that 70 or should you even eating that 47 you're lying you're lying to yourself bro and you need to you need to go look in the mirror and really evaluate your life if you really think that you're taking that 70 or that 47 like all right let's just, let's just continue all right so like i said they threw 70 at him, minimum 47 and I'm pretty sure he started. They, they, he started to think, as well as they told. They started to tell him everything that they've been doing behind his back. All of the dumb shit that they've been doing. Feel me? To, let's just start with the, the, the to me, what I, to me I believe is like the the tip of the mountain. You feel me? Like the fact that these niggas were stealing money from you, bro. Millions. They, they they were stealing millions of dollars from this nigga. You feel me? But he said he's supposed to let niggas rob him. Like like like. So if a nigga if a nigga stole millions of dollars from you, you gonna you gonna sit there and just eat that? You gonna what you gonna say? Yeah, it is what it is. Or or you gonna try to get some sort of revenge? If if you can get any if you can get any revenge short. Of killing somebody and spending the rest of your life in jail, wouldn't the best revenge be to fuck up their lives? Now, granted, there's gonna be some people who's gonna listen to this and who's gonna be, who who's gonna be, uh, a family member or just or around the street life so much that they can't respect what I said and and. And I, I just want to let y'all know that I respect y'all feeling that way. But at the same time, nigga, I'm a civilian, dog. I don't follow no street codes. I don't follow code. Nigga, the only code I follow is the code of being an African-American man trying to make it in America. That's the code I live by. So all of this, all of this, oh, you don't snitch and, and, and I can't respect a snitch. I can't respect somebody doing it. Listen, to each his own, man. That's you that's your prerogative if you can't respect somebody being being man enough to say i would snitch in a heartbeat then hey that's on you bro that's on you i can't do nothing about that you you either gonna fuck with me or you don't but at the same at the end of the day just know when it comes to my life my family my well-being nigga i would throw you under the bus and not care bro i would not care Some of y'all niggas, some of y'all niggas are so loyal to motherfuckers that that will throw you under that same bus, bro. And and it's a shame. You feel me? Some of you, like a lot of y'all niggas swear up and down that y'all loners because y'all can't trust nobody. But at the same time, preaching that you you can take years for other motherfuckers. Bro, that's a lie, dog. And I need y'all to stop lying to yourselves, man. Stop lying to yourselves. You're not eating. You're not eating seven decades for another nigga. Well, Cause this is what I'm gonna tell you. This is do this. If right now, if, when you're listening, if you're listening to this, or whenever you're listening to this, take a second, or even after you finish listening, take a second and sit in a desolate area. Go like go in your bathroom or something you feel me go in your bathroom don't take your phone don't take no electronics don't take nothing just sit in your bathroom for about an hour or just sit in a hallway or somewhere with no electronics for an hour see if you don't try to kill yourself like i like i like i had to let that breathe for a second because niggas don't understand y'all can't live without your phones for an hour what makes you think you're living without a phone for 70 years And Let's let's, let's further unpack this Take all the electronics out your room Right now TV, playstation, cable box Phone, computer Radio, bluetooth Take all of it out your room Sit in your room for an hour with just a bed and four walls I I bet bet a lot of y'all Just thought about it for a second I bet a lot of y'all just really thought about that for a second Damn, I can't sit in my room With nothing for an hour you feel me it's not like we kids anymore where it's like oh we on punishment parents took our shit nah we adults now you feel me we we don't get nothing taken away unless we unless it's taken away because of circumstance or you know you got robbed or some shit shit happens like we all from the hood of some in some sort but as far as just having things you're not gonna get nothing taken away you're not you feel me so forcefully take your stuff away and put it somewhere and sit in your room for an hour and, and matter of fact because i know some people are gonna be like well should i could just read a book and i respect that free your mind man the books is the best place to be don't even put books in your room bro because a lot of jails don't even let you get books all the time so just sit in a desolate room bro four walls and your thoughts i guarantee you you will want to kill yourself in 30 minutes bro Fuck that, 15 15 will make you want to kill yourself Because why? Because we are too dependent on our phones We are too dependent on electronics We are too dependent on, on being able to have access in our hands So once you So if you really say you're so solid That you can give all of that up You can give all of that up, man Then by all means I, You the realest nigga I've ever seen, bro or, or, or to the female You the realest chick I've ever seen like your like your, your, your gangster is solidified, bro. Word up. Like you are you are a top-notch gangster. Like cause there's nowhere in the world you y'all can really sit here and honestly, like in the in the heart of your hearts, say you eating 70 years for somebody else. Cause why? Cause what I'ma tell you is what they gonna do is while you sitting in there rotting, they gonna get the new iPhones, they're gonna get the new J's, they're gonna watch the latest television shows play the latest games drink the latest liquor smoke the latest weed be with the baddest bitch you feel me all while matter of fact they even gonna be with your bitch yeah they, all, all niggas i, I need y'all to, to really fathom that too they're gonna fuck your bitch while you in there while you in there and they're gonna they gonna fuck the shit out of your bitch and you can't do nothing about it why because you wanted to eat 70 years for another nigga And I guarantee the nigga that you ate the years for He's gonna be the first one to be in your bitch's inbox He's gonna be the first one to to dub your mother's call Because she need money He's gonna be the first one to dub your baby mother's call Because your kids need money Why? Because he don't give a fuck about you nigga He just, he just suckered you into taking 70 years nigga what about what am i worrying about this nigga for i don't need to because next time i even care or fathom about this nigga i'm gonna be dead or either he will die first one or the other but y'all don't see that why because a lot of y'all niggas is gangster y'all y'all gangster to, to the to the core of y'all bones bro y'all the y'all the most gangster nigga ever you feel me like but let's keep let's keep going further all right cool I I talked about I talked about them Alright Losing electronics and shit Alright cool Now the next thing They gonna do Talked about them Fucking your bitch Alright You can't get If if you If you one of those people Who love To you know Run down to the corner store Get you a little Bacon egg cheese Salt ketchup Mayonnaise Pepper You feel me Salt salt, pepper Mayonnaise ketchup You feel me Fuck that up I'm gonna lose my New York car for that Or, Or go down Get you a little Chopped cheese You feel me Get you a little Arizona You feel me you think that's going, you think that's, that's rocking in jail, nigga? Nah, you getting slop, nigga. <laughs> you getting slop. You getting the shit I used to feed the pigs in South Carolina, dog. You getting slop. You feel me? You getting, you getting the, the, the bare minimum of federally mandated safety eat food. The bare minimum. They just passed. It just passes fucking, uh, uh, regulations. It just passes it that's but that's what y'all gonna eat y'all gonna eat dirty slop some 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 dry bread and nasty ass baloney all because y'all solid all because y'all gangsters not gangsters nigga i don't get how we had tv programs like beyond scared straight in our lifetime and niggas still want to talk about how gangster they are now excuse me now granted like i said i know some real solid niggas I know niggas who's really about the life that they speak, bro. And this has nothing to do with y'all, dog. Has, Cause I know I know, I know that y'all about this life, bro. You know the codes to certain shit. You know who to you know who to do things with and you know who to not do things with. That what that's what separates y'all from 6ix9ine. You feel me? That's what separates y'all. You know who I'm who I'm gonna do crimes with because i know he's, he's just as solid as me and you know i'm not gonna do crimes with this nigga because any type of real real hood shit he's the type to run his mouth about how gangsty he is because he did the real hood shit i wonder which side of the totem pole 69 sits on again some of y'all niggas is too solid for y'all own good bro y'all too hood for y'all own sake you you gonna let like, like, and then, and then, on top, like I said, bro, with, with this whole situation of niggas was fucking six nine baby mother, bro, behind his back, while he was still a member of this, this way shit, while he was out making money for that group or whatever, he was out being who he was for that group. They was plotting on fucking his baby mother, <laughs> and and then they was plotting on killing this nigga, bro. Plotting on killing him, dog. Why? Why doesn't that alone? justify what he's doing bro they was gonna kill this nigga bro they was gonna take as much money from him as can for, as they could and then they was gonna kill him his own members his own niggas the niggas he fucked with you feel me and now when when i'm even when i'm looking back at these videos i'm i'm seeing i'm looking at niggas faces that's around him and I'm looking in their faces and I'm like yo bro even you can tell even in this moment they knew that this nigga was a little fuck nigga. We don't really care. We'll be getting money out here so we're going to just let this little nigga say whatever he want. <sighs> I just I just don't understand how some of y'all niggas real life can be like oh I'll never snitch. If if the judge throwing me 70, I'm gonna take that. Hey, hey, y- <laughs> like y- y'all kill me, bro. Y'all really do kill me because you know for a fact you are not as solid as you want as you um, are you making social media you know see you as. You not you not this stand-up guy, bro. You you not this stand-up chick Like you feel me? Be who you are. Stop normal stop making it normal that stop making it okay. To say snitching isn't good. Why? Because you wanna tell us snitching isn't good, but meanwhile, the Mexicans, the Asians, Nick, just like, well, the Latinos, the Asians, the whites, nigga, the, even the Middle Easterns too, nigga, they'll rat on a black person so fucking quick. They will rat on a black person so quick, bro. But here we are, here we are killing ourselves and then telling us telling us telling our community to not say shit about it oh we're gonna oh because we're in close proximity to each other we're gonna kill each other and then dare you to tell on us that makes sense like i get i get it's a it's a crab in the barrel mentality i get that that we're in this we're in this big barrel as far as a community and we're all trying to Outdo one another We're all trying to climb over one another As opposed to Let me build these stepping stones So that way we all can walk up You feel me? Niggas Niggas justify Niggas justify Getting killed Niggas justify Niggas killing niggas But can't justify why But can't justify why Online you see You see black women getting beat up by men In front of black men While black men are recording it. Why why, motherfuckers is is, is 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 killing our own? Like why white men are killing our own and getting getting away with it, and nobody looking for justice on that side? Now that's not me saying go out and kill every white motherfucker you see, but don't sit there and tell me don't snitch because I just watched you kill kill this kill this this, this dude over here for no reason or reasons that I don't know about. While George Zimmerman is still free. Again, I'm not preaching violence. I don't want to preach violence. But if 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 we're gonna talk about this in the in a hood matter, nigga, then let's let's get real hood. Why is George Zimmerman still alive? Hmm? Please, I I I want to know. All, all 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 y'all hood niggas out here who gonna eat that seventy, who to eat that seventy because you a real nigga and you solid to the hood. Why George Zimmerman still alive? Why you still walking around? Why, why, why I gotta die because I'm a civilian and I and I snitched? But George Zimmerman is still around. I gotta die. I gotta die because I told. But George Zimmerman killed a kid in cold blood, and y'all niggas are still letting him cook. Y'all not only not only is niggas still letting him cook. He's getting famous off of killing Trayvon. Signing Arizona bottles of skill rappers Signing guns. That's cool, y'all. That's that's gangster. Gangster is letting the real murderers get away while we sit and kill each other. That's gangster. (laughs) All right. Well, if that's gangster, I don't want to have no parts of this shit, bro. I don't want no parts of this, dog. You feel me? And that's just that's just how I'm. That's how I'm living, my nigga. That's how I'm living. I'm a snitch, dog. Do it. Do with it as you may. You feel me? Is that me saying? Is that me saying? I'm snitching on my day ones if me and my men, if me and my my nigga my homies for life bro been through war if we do some shit together you think i'm gonna tell on him nah why would i tell on him bro because i know what i know what type of dude he is and i know he gonna look out for me if i go down. so i'm gonna eat these years for him that's that's it but that's the difference between six nine and and six nine snitching on excuse me six nine snitching on the nine trades or 6 9 snitching on somebody who is near and dear to him. You feel me? He's snitching on niggas who is going to kill him. Bro. Huh? Kill him. They was going to take that man life. And y'all niggas is still going around talking about how he's a snitch. And how he's was wrong. He's wrong. I really can't sit here and, and listen to anybody justifying why snitching... Why what he's doing isn't okay... When he was gonna die because when he was gonna die because niggas just wanted to kill him. That makes sense to y'all, because <laughs> if, if, real talk, if that if that makes sense to y'all, bro, then yeah, like I don't know, man. Y'all need to again sit in the mirror and reevaluate, bro. Reevaluate, just just sit and reevaluate a little bit. You'll be you'll you'll you'll, you'll understand if you sit take some of these things that i've said and really listen and reevaluate i promise that you're gonna understand that you know what maybe i wouldn't do 70 years for somebody you feel me maybe i wouldn't or or even even if you don't even if it's not the years even if it's the maybe i don't want nobody fucking my bitch while i'm in jail or maybe i just like watching tv too much to be in jail or nigga, maybe I just love my phone too much to be in jail. Whatever, whatever it is, don't consider your, if if it's, if it's if it's if it's if it has immediate impact to your life, you gotta do what's best for yourself. The number one instinct in a human being, the number one instinct that our brain automatically knows from from birth, from the moment we're brought into this world. It's fight or flight. The the, the art of self-preservation. You feel me? The human body, the human mind and the human brain is automatically formulated and and is automatically formulated to either run or to fight. But either way, it's formulated to self-preserve. Preserve Preserve meaning save my own ass. nigga. That's what the human instinct is the human instinct is to save myself first period and six 69 is doing nothing but being a human being who was never about any life that y'all put per- that y'all wanted him to believe he was in and that's just the facts of the matter on that Um, this next topic I want to talk about is very, I don't, I don't want to call it a sensitive one because it's something that I do feel needs to be talked about, especially within the black community. And it's something that needs to be taken very, very seriously. Even though I know a lot of the times, especially in this day and age, we are taking it serious and that's mental health. All right. Mental health is something that I feel is something that should be on the forefront of every, of everybody's agenda. Campaign, even the people for presidency, uh, just for local, for local offices, state offices, everybody should be caring about people with mental health issues, because the people with mental health issues are, in my opinion, because because this is near and dear to my heart and it's something that hits close to home. People with mental with mental health issues or mental illness or, men, or mental disability are regular people, bro. They just need help, man. That's all. They are regular people. They just need help. They just need a little bit of help. That's all. So, w- us as black people, we have to really stop putting the stigma and laugh. And, and, and the major thing is laughing at people with mental health issues because when when we live at the thing people have to understand that black people run everything our our content and our topics and everything make social media what it is today so when we sit and we see somebody who's uh, who's Who's standing in a who's standing on the street corner uh, and talking to themselves, or or whatever the case may be, or or, or looking like they're talking to an, inanimate objects? Let's stop automatically putting that they're putting it to oh they're they're on drugs, they're junkie. because most of the time, these people aren't on drugs, bro. They're just mentally unstable, who or people who didn't take their medicines, you feel me, or who didn't take their medicines that day or who's been off their medication so long that now it fucked with their brains even more how about instead of we putting a stigma on it and and making a joke of mental health how about we just you know fucking maybe do something about let's really help these people bro like like because in in my hood you feel me you know, you know who, who the mentally unstable people are, bro. You feel me? You see it, you see them every day, you let them cook, man, because they don't bother nobody. You feel me? They don't bother nobody. They don't bother them. You don't bother them, they don't bother you. Simple as that. That's how it works. But at the same time, we gotta be bigger than just, oh well, he's not bothering me, so I'm not gonna bother him. Or if she's not bothering me, I'm not gonna bother her. You feel me? Like, we sometimes we have to ask people, yo, are you okay? Is everything alright? Do you need? Do you need to get in contact with anybody? Do you? Would you like to go to, to find a mental health place? Sometimes it, we have to take the initiative, man. And and that's not that's not me saying yo go out there and find your nearest ment- person with mental with a mental instability and and fucking be their guardian or some shit. That's just me saying when you see somebody who's down and out with a mental disability, like yo, stop pulling your phones out and trying to go viral. You feel me? because nine out of ten man that person that person is just sick bro and you sitting there sitting there putting and, and making a mockery of their their disability their their you feel me their disability for for your game you feel me like for your benefit and and that's not and that's something that I, i'll never sit right with i'll never sit right with me bro don't get me wrong i'm not saying that i'm perfect and i don't laugh at some of these things but at the same time, I'm not, I'm, but I'm not looking to laugh. Like, I'll rock, most of the time I'm watching it like, yo, why is this funny? You feel me? Like, why? Like, I, I don't get why people not being okay in the head is funny to niggas. Like, I, I just don't understand that, bro. Never do, never could and never will, man. Like, if it's not something that I could understand. Could get behind. Now, don't get me wrong. I am talking about people with real mental health problems real mental instabilities not not these ones that these white people are not the the killers who go around shooting motherfuckers and labeling themselves as mentally unstable because they're not mentally unstable no they're sick and by sick i mean they're just deranged motherfuckers anybody who can sit there and take a life because of or whatever false narrative they warped in their brain isn't mentally unstable. You're just deranged and you're a psychopath. And you don't need fucking... You don't need clinics or, or, or mental rehab. No, nigga. You just need fucking jail and to be thrown under the fucking jail. At that... Dylan Roof motherfuckers like that, you need to be thrown under the jail. You feel me? Because there's nowhere in the world you're going to sit here and tell me that you can take niggas' lives... You could take somebody's life and and then try to and then try to attest it to these thinkings. No, man, no. Any anybody who's who's all these white nationalists who believe that the problem with the world or with this country is minorities, need to look in the mirror and understand that the problem with the world is y'all. You feel me? Because you try to justify you try to justify why you want to kill a slew of people and and justify it by and just about and justify it by saying things along the lines of well it's because of their skin color and if if that's the case you know (laughs) by all means man like listen if you if you feel like you can get off with it on being quoting that you're mentally unstable excuse me quoting that you're mentally unstable then you know this is a special place to hell for you bro like but but even when i even saying that i do believe some of these people who do it are mentally unstable in a way in a way you feel me but not in the way that i'm speaking of mentally unstable in a way where there's a chemical imbalance in their brain that but makes them believe that if you kill people it'll it'll rid your problems you feel me? when in all actuality you're ridding somebody else's problems and causing your own uh, causing your life a whole shitload of them but again we're here to talk about real mental health we're here to talk about you know people with mental instabilities that cause them to you know to, to just do do things that us regular i don't even want to say regular us people with uh uh, i guess a proper imbalance a proper balance in their brain would you feel me like like i wouldn't like be because i'm of sound mind i wouldn't go around you know talking to inanimate objects but to other people man they really believe somebody's there talking to them and nigga if, if if i see somebody talking to themselves in the middle of a heated conversation nigga i let them be <laughs> you feel me like i'll let them niggas go like because whatever conversation he's having is something that i don't need to be a part of you feel me like I, let them figure that out on their own you feel me as long as they not hurting nobody let let them niggas work it out <laughs> let that dumb niggas work it out yeah i said that them nigga that them niggas let that let that dumb niggas work it out Cause they those is over there gonna be they gonna be there for a while. Let them work it out together. You feel know I me? Mean? Like <laughs> it is what it is. He had 27 people living inside his head, and each one of them got their own opinions. I can't blame them. But what I'm saying is stop putting a stigma on we we as a community have to stop putting a stigma on being able to say, yo, I'm unhappy i'm unhappy and i need help you know I me? Mean? like we we're so we're so far apart that even being able to openly say yo i need help or i need somebody to give i need assistance in my mental my mental health is embarrassing for people you know like that shit is embarrassing like they don't want they don't want to sit there and be looked at as if something is wrong with them and that's what I mean by the stigma. You feel me? Something because most of the time, there's nothing wrong with you. You're, it's just your brain you can't function properly because you have this weight on your shoulder or this weight on your mind. You feel me? I listen. I'm probably one person who I'm I'm a, I'm a honestly say can honestly say I'm a hypocrite, bro, because I will preach to everybody else to get your mental health right, but would not do anything about my own. This right here, what I'm doing, is my mental health you feel me this is how i this is how i believe and and get all whatever thoughts out of my brains i know i don't do it as much and maybe i should really start taking this shit this podcast and shit way more serious and really start putting my mind and everything into it because it does help me but after i record a podcast man i feel so refreshed about life for me because i feel like i've talked i talked and and i i and man even to an extent i feel like god god is hearing me dog like not in the sense of like, yeah, yeah, I got a direct line to God, and that, But in the sense, like, yo, God hit a little whisper, like Mike. Mike down there making his podcast, let him live his life. You feel me? Like, let me let me throw him a little more pointers so he can preach to the world. You feel me? Like, and 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 and, and to most people, a lot of people can't really sit down in a in a room in a quiet room by themselves and talk. You feel me? Like, the thing about me is I love the quiet, man i love the quiet because i can think and thinking is is the best thing you can do like like i know like like they say you shouldn't overthink things but shit why not (laughs) why not when i really look at it why not overthink it because if i'm overthinking it that means i'm putting a lot of attention upon putting a lot of excuse me a lot of attention into this one topic and do you feel me like sometimes you gotta overthink things in order to find a, a clarity in my mind like in, in my opinion like you overthink it just to find clarity in or, or at least a silver lining are you feel me like sometimes so sometimes overthinking maybe is the right thing just don't overthink situations that are already dead that's that's the difference overthinking something that's or or, or, or don't overthink things that's damaging to your health like when you overthink if you're per- if somebody's cheating on you now, if you gotta sit there and really sit there and every day and think somebody's cheating on you and you overthinking it so much that you now is running your everyday life, leave. And that's man or woman. That's not that that's that's not me talking to one group. That's me talking to everybody. If you gotta sit there and really, really fucking contemplate on a daily if somebody's cheating on you to the point where it has you doing things that's out of your character, leave. Why? Because that's fucking with your mental health. Because now everybody after that person, because when you do find, ultimately when you do find out what you, what you been looking for, and and if it is true, everybody after that person now is going to, you're going to be suspicious of. And right then and there, you fuck with your mental health. Because now you can't see humans, you can't see humans, human beings, whether male or female, as, you know caring creatures now you see everybody as somebody who's manipulative manipulative yeah manipulative you feel me so that's why sometimes if you if you're in a relationship and you feel and you don't feel something right and you don't feel something's right and get in the heart of your hearts nigga you gotta you gotta go with your gut yo that's why god put it there you feel me like not to even get all super religious and shit but Nigga, that's why God put that feeling in the pit of your stomach, bro. Where, where you where you where where your where your your stomach not up and you start getting butterflies, bro. Nigga, that's that's him telling you, like, yo, you may wanna, you feel me, you know, take a step to the side. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you something, but you're not receiving the information. So let me put this, let me put this rot in your stomach to make you understand, like, yo, this shit ain't good, bro. Or <laughs> well, this shit ain't good, sis. You gotta, you gotta van moose be going without a trace, man. worry up. But what brings me into the topic of mental health is yesterday in the Bronx, um, a man by the name of Fernando Bawena Flores. Excuse me if I messed that up, but it's B A L B U E N A. Any of my Spanish, you know, Hispanic listeners. Hopefully, I said it right. Uh, 45 years old of the Bronx, jumped in front of an a southbound four train on Jerome and Kingsbridge. Now, most of my most of my listeners are from New York, so we know. So we, so we, a lot of us know that when somebody jumps in front of the train, it's nine out of ten. Is not gonna go well? all right it it doesn't end well if if you're trying to get hit by a train in New york city it you're not going to get hit and it's it's gonna end in the way m- most people would think getting hit by six thousand ton object that's going twenty miles per hour would feel or or how it would end and a lot of people from New York, if you're from New York and you're born and raised in the city it's not the the jumping onto the train you know it's not that that bothers you most of the time cause cause because me I'm gonna be honest bro I've I've witnessed two or three of those already in my lifetime like one to the point where like the the most recent one that I witnessed was in about maybe 20, 30, 2014 2015 I wanna say 2013 maybe it was early, it was really early on, and it was on Intervale. We was coming, you know, the train was coming. Next thing you know, we just stopped. Like we just stopped. It just it just stopped. And I'm I'm looking out, and I'm seeing that the car that I'm in, I could still see the street. You feel me? So that means where? But I know. But the 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 announcement is saying where we made it to the station. And anybody who knows Simpson, the Intervale is literally thirty seconds you feel me you leave in you leave simpson you're in Intervale already it's literally that close so when i'm 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 hearing this is Intervale avenue but then over the loudspeaker the conductor comes on and he's like ladies and gentlemen we're gonna have to ask everybody to leave the train unfortunately somebody unfortunately an accident has just happened new yorkers know when somebody says an accident just happened somebody jumped in front of the train and lo and behold about five minutes later the cops walk through the um through the through the middle doors and start pushing everybody forward you feel me start pushing everybody forward to get off the platform now i get downstairs this is i don't want to i try i don't want to paint the picture but just to give you a nutshell when we get off the plane the, the um the train station brain matter and i can see an arm still hanging out from under the train so it just lets you know that when you when you jump in front of a, uh, a New York City public, you tra- jump in front of any train, bro. You kind of know what you're wishing. You kind of know what what's what's gonna happen. You know the outcome. Un unfortunately, in this situation, uh, the the gentleman Fernando Flores had his five year old daughter with him, and he jumped he jumped onto the Onto the the plat to the the train station with his five year old daughter in his hands. Now, this this story could really, really just be a tragic ending. I could be saying both Fernando and his daughter are both dead. But by the grace of God, and luckily, and and, and luckily enough, she found somewhere. The little five year old girl found somewhere safe and was able to crawl out from under the train. And be rescued with just minor scratches and, and cuts. So off off rip. I just want to applaud the Good Samaritans. I want to applaud the MTA for for, prop, for for how quick they handled this situation. Uh, uh, I even applaud the NYPD for how they're going about it. Um, but I say that because but the reason why this story is relevant is because fernando was was depressed he was he was a a man who was who who suffered from depression and neighbors the neighbors who who interacted with him and been around him have said that he's he's normally a quiet man he was just depressed and he's been on and off of his medication so right then and there it lets me know that when Fernando jumped and took his daughter with him, he wasn't in—he wasn't in his right sound mind, mind frame. He wasn't. He was not. Whatever, whatever was causing his depression, had must have finally took its toll, and it and, it, and over, it it filled the cup up to the rim, and that was over. It was overflowing, and Fernando decided that he wanted to not only take his own life. But he also wanted to take his five-year-old daughter's life. But we all know, by the grace of God, he always has the last say, and he and he saved that five-year-old. Feel me? And and from the moment I heard that she was saved, the first thing I thought was, well, that's God, bro. Like you feel me? There's, there's nothing else. That's God. And I and I pray for her sanity. But I, well, how it correlates is because. When we, all right. First and foremost, when when the story broke, I saw a lot of "fuck him, fuck him, right in hell." He deserve he 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 doesn't deserve to have a, a beautiful daughter like that. And and to me and to me, it's like, how can you? How can we sit here as black people and watch? Police off! And, and I don't even know. I'm not even gonna make it. How can we sit here as black people, knowing that knowing what we know about mental health, and say fuck somebody else because in his brain he was doing the right thing? To us, it makes zero sense. To him, it made a hundred percent sense, and it it was foolproof. It, it was foolproof, man. That was the plan. To him he was going to kill himself and his daughter and they was probably going to live a better life to him in his brain in his in his depressed state he was going to he was going to take his daughter with him to a paradise of some sort because i know hispanic people are very religious so he probably thought he was going to go to heaven and take his daughter with him because honestly the way the world is i can, I, I don't agree with it but i can see where his psyche was now, when when the stories break more, and we can and we can debunk and and unpack more of what his mind frame was at the moments, which we probably would never know because he's dead, so he can't explain it to us, and she's five, so she probably doesn't even really understand the magnitude and severity of what's going on. Would we find out why he probably did what he did? I feel we would have more understanding of you know the reasons for it. Instead of I can't I can't be somebody who's just gonna jump on the the social media bandwagon and be like oh fuck him because he did what he did. No the man was depressed. And, And he's taking medication so the man was not just depressed he was clinically depressed. That means he could not control his emotions unless he was on that medication where it can he can level out. But when he's not on medication he cannot control his emotions. How can we say Fuck you to that How can we say Fuck you to him When his wife Is still saying Keep her husband In her prayers In your prayers I mean excuse me where his wife Is saying his, and his wife is Has to take care Of a five year old He has to take care Of a five year old And explain to her Why You feel me his, the, A direct quote From the little girl's mother And his wife Please respect my pain. Thank you for being there. Thank you for having my back. Thank you to the 52nd precinct. I'm home now and they're still reaching out to make sure that I made it home okay. That I eat. That my daughter eats. Thank you. But please respect my pain. The child is in perfect condition. Thank you to God and the angels who took care of her. Everything is fine. Except the absence of my husband. Bro, that lets you know what her mind frame was, dog. Unless you know that she doesn't blame this man For For what he did She knew She knew he wasn't alright And now we have to And now she has to go online Cause everybody has Facebook And everybody got social media She has to go online And and see people Disrespecting the, the, the Spirit of her husband bro All because They don't know what, what was going through his head we are, everybody on social media is so quick to rush to judgment super quick the first thing they want to say is fuck you and 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 oh you you you're this you're wrong for this this that and the third everybody wants to tell you why you're wrong but nobody wants to see your point of view and it's 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 sickening at this point man Social media is not good for mental health, bro. If you are somebody who's suffering from any type of mental health, whether it's bipolar disorder, uh, whether you're schizophrenic, whether you're, whether even if you're borderline, borderline personality disorder, whatever, get off of social media, bro, for your health, for your health, because... All it's gonna do is send you down this, this 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 rabbit hole, and I and I've noticed that mental health has became more of a thing ever since the rise in popularity for social media. It's just facts, man. It's just facts. At this point, it's no more funny. It's just facts, bro. We have to get right with ourselves, man. We gotta stop. We gotta stop thinking that thinking that because somebody does something. In the, in the in the heat of a moment, that that especially when when they're depressed, that they're just doing it just to do it, or they have hate in their heart, bro. Depression is a real thing. That shit is real, my nigga. You feel me? And and not only and not only can I say depression is real, but I can feel everybody is depressed. Everybody, bro. You we just all have different levels of it because depression. Depression is something that depression, especially for our generation, is something that we all gonna have to get used to bro because we live in, we're living in times where our earth our earth is fucked our planet is fucked up, jobs are fucked up, the cost of living is fucked up, and people still want us to have kids to populate the world <laughs> like like i I don't get it we have all the how the housing the housing crisis is fucked the you know the housing situation is fucked up. Real estate's fucked up. Everything in America, everything in this this country is fucked up. But they still want us to, they still tell us that we have to populate the world. (laughs) How can I populate the world if I can't even get out this funk because I don't have a fucking job? You want me to fucking create babies, make babies? Nigga, give me a job that's going to make me be able to financially take care of a baby pay me a wage where i can live bro it sucks that most people in my age group which is 24 to 29 or well excuse me 25 to 29 it's fucked up that most of us are going to be living with our parents for the i'm not gonna say rest of our lives but a good majority of it and if if you're somebody who's who's over the age of twenty-five and you got your own, yo, kudos, bro. I respect you. Keep your own too. You feel me? Don't don't lose that shit. Because we're at a point in eight, we're at a point in time where yo, we're gonna we depending off we're gonna be dependent off of our parents for the rest of our life. Well not for the rest of our lives, but for a good substantial amount of our adult lives because we can't find anything to hold us over. You feel me? They tell us to go they tell us to go to college just to not be able to find a job in the field that we studied in for four years and now we got to take a minimum wage job while still paying back over two hundred thousand dollars in debt but but please explain to me why my generation is fucking up this planet (laughs) yo bro mental health comes in mental health and 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 just your sanity bro your sanity comes in many different forms bro sometimes you gotta just be able to understand like yo i don't got it i'm not i'm not gonna try to live for social media bro because you you living for social media you're gonna kill yourself literally you're gonna kill yourself because that shit is the most damaging place to your mental health bro and 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 I and I've noticed and I've noticed it because I've noticed how many more arguments I'm getting into over topics that don't affect my everyday life. <laughs> like, like it like my I'm I'm fucking with my mental health because every time I have an opinion or something, I gotta hear I gotta sit here and go back and forth for hours about why I feel this way. Bitch, because I feel this way. Nigga, like the fuck? <laughs> because I feel this way. I don't give a fuck how you feel, I feel this way. I'm sorry, y'all, I had a quick technical difficulty. Uh which is kind of normal at this point. I always had technical difficulty. But um yeah, so what I was basically saying is when I'm in a nutshell we have to stop stop stigmatizing mental health man. stop stigmatizing being able to ask somebody for help because you don't know why you think in the way you think you think you feel me and listen i'm i'm a, I'm a weed advocate bro <laughs> i'm a huge weed advocate bro if you don't smoke smoke my nigga seriously pick up a blunt and smoke it bro because not only would that shit free your mind, my nigga, but it, it eases shit, dog, It lets you be able to say things. You feel me? Because you don't have the, you don't have the pressures of being judged when you're high. You feel me? The pre- Those pressures aren't there. You could be able to speak your mind freely and just, and be able to even articulate it sometimes even better because you're high. Because you can, you can formulate your, your full opinion sometimes because your mind is so wide open. Like. That's not, I know it's as cliche as it sounds. Oh, yeah, weed opens your mind, man. I, it, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just I'm saying that when you smoke, your inhibitions go away. So now you're not you're not judging yourself thinking somebody else is gonna judge you. That's basically what I'm trying to get in, get at. Uh be because we have to stop letting our emotions be the triggers be the triggers to uh, like certain things like depression or or uh you know even bi- you know bipolar disorder or which 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 bipolar disorder you are literally born with like that's something that's really a chemical imbalance in your brain you are born with that um but depression depression is something that i feel like we all can beat bro we just have to be willing to be there for one another you know like we can't beat depression if If we're gonna sit here and Stigmatize Being mentally unstable You know Like this That's why I say I can't fathom the thought of saying Fuck f- Saying fuck him To Fernando Fernando Flores Because I don't know what was in his mind Five minutes before he jumped Let alone two seconds You feel me because the reports are saying that he was on the phone with his wife, and and to the people who heard him around him, everything seemed good. So it just goes to show you that people who are severely, severely clinically depressed can really can really put on a put on a front for everybody, or or they're just so good at masking their depression that. They don't need they like people to the outside world. Everything is fine, but in real reality, nigga, they're fucked up inside. Like, you feel me? Like, if I can be real, bro, like, nigga, I'm not saying I battle depression, but I do battle. I do battle with my highs and my lows. You feel me? If if you can understand what I'm saying, meaning, when I'm high, bro. And not, not under the influence high, meaning my my spirits. My spirits are high. My spirits are high, bro. You can't keep a smile off my face. You, can, you feel me? You can't. Because I'm always going to smile. But when I'm low, my nigga, I'm low, dog. I, I don't want to live no more to the points. Man, like, it's, it's to the points where I can't. I just hate everything. I hate life, bro. But I'm trying to find the comfortable medium where where i know that i know that my life isn't the greatest but i'm not going to look at it like that because i see the future and i see the brightness in it i'm trying to get to that to that level sometimes it takes sometimes i get too low sometimes i get too high sometimes sometimes i am right in that perfect balance but majority of the time i'm I'm fluctuating between whether um my spirits are high or my spirits are low or my spirits is uh, or I'm content in my spirit you feel me uh I don't know man we gotta we have to really stop stigmatizing being able to say yo I need help I and and sometimes sometimes I can't even tell people like yo I need help and that's just the truth so to end this episode, what i want to tell everybody who's listening if you're struggling with thoughts of suicide or worry about a friend or a loved one who is help is always available bro you call the national suicide prevention lifeline all right call that line bro if you are feeling any types of any types of real real pain where you can't but you don't know how you can go on, man. There's people out here who's gonna listen. If you don't feel like you can talk to your friends, you need to talk to somebody who don't know you. Yo, call these, call this number, bro. Call at least call them first before you make any real drastic decisions. Yeah, and, and I'm talking, I'm talking as vaguely as I am because, because even the person with the brightest smile is the person with the who has those lowest lows, bro. The person who makes everybody laugh is the person who needs to smile more, and that's a fact. So, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or you text the word TALK, T-A-L-K, to 741-741. It's 24 hours, 7 days a week, man. Like, look, it's going to get to the point where even if I feel like I got to talk to them, bro, I'm going to talk. I'm going to wind up calling that number. Because sometimes I just need somebody to talk to, man. Like how do I how do I, you know, map this out? Like, you feel me? How do I go through life, bro? So that being said, it's been another episode of the Funny But Facts Podcast. I know it was a little somber at the end, but sometimes we gotta take those roads, man. Sometimes we gotta we gotta go through the darkness to get to the light, yo. That's a fact, man. Once again, it's your boy Mike Ford with the Funny But Facts podcast. Peace and love.